Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. This week we have been talking about coming down from a spiritual high and how we are most vulnerable after we have spiritual victories. Just as in the natural, more people have died descending Mount Everest than died climbing it, so Christians have to be aware that there is a danger after great victories and we become vulnerable just as we return to everyday living. Yesterday we saw how the church at Ephesus fell into this danger. In Revelation 2 and verse 2, the Lord writes to this church and says, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance, and that you cannot endure evil men, and you put to the test those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false, and you have perseverance and have endured for my name's sake, and have not grown weary. But I have this against you that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, and repent, and do the deeds you did at first. Here was a church who was a faithful church. They had many good deeds. They had persevered. They had endured. They had knowledge. They had spiritual discernment in that they were able to distinguish false apostles. But saying all this, the Lord says, I have something against you. You've left your first love. What was the problem here? They had allowed their heart to drift. They had kept up the outward appearances, but they had allowed their heart to drift. It had become caught up in other things. And the Lord refers to this as leaving your first love. Now notice they didn't lose it. They left it. This was a choice. A series of small choices in the wrong direction caused them to leave their first love. I mean, this should be a warning to all of us. Many of you listening may be long-term Christians. You've attended church for a long time. And you've had many mountaintop experiences with the Lord. But the danger is when we get down to everyday living that we allow our hearts to drift away by the small little choices that we make. You see, we can maintain the good works, but we have left the relationship, the relationship of love with the Lord. The Lord gave the remedy to this church. He told them to do three things. To remember, and we talked about that yesterday. We need to remember our first love. Remember the feelings that we had back then. Remember the dedications and the commitments that we had. The first step is to remember. The second step is to repent. Repentance, we saw, was just recognizing that where I am is not where I'm supposed to be. So I'm going to turn and I'm going to move towards where I'm supposed to be. I mean, that is all that repentance is. Taking an assessment, realizing that I'm not where I'm supposed to be, so I'm going to make a change. Lamentations 3 and verse 40 says, Let's take a good look at the way we're living and reorder our lives under God. Repentance is just taking a good look in the light of eternity and saying, Am I doing really what the Lord wants me to do? So, The first two steps were to remember and second to repent 
And what was the third one? Do the things that you did at the beginning. What did you used to do at the beginning? This scripture says just start doing those things again. This is not just doing good works, but it's doing the things that came as a result of your love for God. Someone might say, well, you mean just do it? You mean just put it on? Yes, the scripture says just do it. Just do the right thing. Do the things that you did when your heart was in passion towards the Lord. Do the things that you did when you first fell in love with the Lord. Just start acting that out again. You see, many of us don't do this because we're of the mind, well, unless I really feel it, then I'm not going to do it. But that's not what the scripture says. The scripture says that we should just do it, do those things. Now, we're so much of the cognitive mindset that the way we think determines the way that we feel and the way that we feel determines the way that we act. And I've shared that with people many times and it's true. But there's a flip side to that. And that is when you begin to do something that that will begin to create emotions and then those emotions begin to affect the way that we think. It works from both sides. There's a little statement that you need to remember. Motion will lead to emotion. You begin to do what you know you should. Do it with all your heart. Do it with passion. And that passion will begin to produce the emotion within you. Now this brings us to a very key point, And you really need to hear this and understand it. You can't keep the euphoria of your first love. I mean, just think about your natural love. Think back in your own life. Your first date your first kiss, what you felt when either you walked down the aisle or you saw your bride coming down the aisle towards you. I mean, those are emotional experiences that you just can't maintain. You can't keep the euphoric feeling of a first love. But that doesn't mean you can't keep your first love. It just means that it's different. So when I'm talking about leaving your first love, I'm not just talking about feelings. But I am talking about the passion that you have. I mean, you may not be able to recapture the thrill of the first time that you kissed your wife. But I tell you, love deepens over the years. And the thrill of that moment can be surpassed by the thrill of a long-term relationship where you get to know each other and you've been through things together and you've handled difficulties together. And there's a trust and a love that has built up over the years. I mean, that is something that rivals the euphoria of a first experience. So understand what the scripture is saying here. It's telling us just to do the things that we did when we first fell in love with the Lord. What did we do in the beginning? Do it again. And just as a series of decisions in the wrong direction leads us away from our first love, a series of right decisions can bring us back to our first love. Notice what Philippians 3 and verse 16 says. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Now here's another important understanding. You need a track in the valley. When you come down from the mountain and you're in the valley, you need a track to move on. What is the track? An established way of going. Disciplines. Things that you just do. Where you will put your foot next. And then you put the other foot after that. And then you put your other foot after that. Just things that you do 
on a continual basis. That's a track. On the mountaintop, you don't need a track because you can see the end. And that's the benefit of a mountaintop experience. You see the destination, and there's a drive to move towards it. But down in the valley, many times we lose sight of the destination. That's why we need a track. In the valley, there's all kinds of trees. There's fog. There are so many distractions. You don't know which way to go. That's why you need a path. You need a track to move on. In the natural, when people get lost in the woods, they want to find high ground. They want to get up so they can see. A person may climb a tree so they get high enough so they can look and they can say, oh, I see, the destination's over there. So when I get back on the ground, I know I should move in that direction. This is the value of mountaintop experiences with the Lord. He gives us direction. We get a vision of the destination, but we walk it out in the valley. We have to put our foot down on the ground in order to reach that destination. So while you're on the mountain, determine the track and the pathway that you're going to walk in the valley. Oh, this is so important. There's so many people that go off track, no pun intended, because they don't see the importance of this. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 11 says, Having started the ball rolling so enthusiastically, you should carry this project through to completion just as gladly. Let your enthusiastic idea at the start be equaled by your realistic action now. Isn't that a powerful verse? And it is just underlining what I've already said. Whatever enthusiasm has been generated in experiences with the Lord, let that be equaled, as this verse says, by your realistic action. Now, with all of that, look at Galatians 5 and verse 16. It says, Live by the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians tells us to walk in the Spirit. We're walking in the Spirit, we're walking on this track, and as we do it, something is being produced within us. It's love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and gentleness. All of these things come as a work of God's Spirit. You see, this again is the balancing principle. We have a responsibility for what we need to do. We need to put our foot to the track. We need to walk in the disciplines that God has laid upon our heart as we're with him. But as we do it, it's not just cold, hard commitment and duty. No, as we're walking this out, the Holy Spirit is walking with us and it's producing a joy within us. Now, this is a powerful combination. And when you grasp these two things, that I'm going to walk in the disciplines of what God has laid upon my heart, and with that, look to God's Holy Spirit to generate life within. When you have that combination, then the power of God is going to be released in your life in ways that you could never, ever imagine. So, what has God said to you over these last number of weeks? If you've been listening to the program, you know that God has put five purposes for us to walk in. And many of you have heard God speak to you as we've gone over these principles. I would say to you, that which you felt stirred in your heart in the beginning, that first love that was generated for the Lord, now walk it out. Put your foot down. Just keep doing what you know is good. You know, I'm surprised how many people stop doing the very thing that is beneficial to them. 
stop doing the very thing that they have witnessed with their own mouth to say, that was good, that was really good for me to do that. And yet, a couple weeks later, they're not doing it anymore. And you scratch your head, well, why aren't you doing it? You said yourself, this is good. Why don't you keep it up? You see, this is how we leave our first love. We make little decisions to walk away from the very thing that causes our relationship with God to grow. So let's take this admonition that the Lord gave the church at Ephesus so long ago to remember, to repent, and to do the things they did at the beginning when they experienced their first love. Well, our time is gone for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.